everybody, and welcome to another episode of Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright. I'm joined by Mr. William Monroe. Well, how you doing, man? Steve, I'm doing well. We're getting very close to fantasy draft season. I've got like, like four drafts coming up here in the next two or three weeks. Three drafts coming up, so feels like we're almost there. Long summer, we've almost made it. Yeah, for sure. And uh, importantly, we have our uh, old, well, I, I guess still mo- mostly a work draft for you. Um, yeah. We do yeah. have a couple people splintering off and working elsewhere, but our, our work league, uh, we have that draft on Sunday. Formerly known as work league. Yes, formerly known as. Uh, we got that on Sunday. So today's mock's actually going to be a little mm-hmm. bit of a dress rehearsal for us. Um, mm-hmm. it's kind of different. Well, I don't think we've done that many like half point PPR mocks. I think mostly we've just been doing PPRs. Yeah, we've done mostly PPR. And then, I mean, I don't even know if we've done any standards, but we've done some different ones like Superflex, the customized one that we did, I think that was last week or two weeks ago. So big, I was just looking here. We haven't, I haven't done a 12 team half point, which is probably one of the more standard formats in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, I thought as soon as you started talking, I was like, yeah, we haven't done standard either. But standard's like so much, like, it's just practically dead. Um, yeah, so yeah. I mean, on. my last standard league just converted to half PPR this week, this year. My OS league, where this will be our first year at non-standard, so I don't think I have any standard anymore, which is weird to say standard when it's not really the standard. Yeah, it's not but. the standard anymore, yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. But uh, yeah, so we're doing this mock. Um, Willow's going to be drafting out of the three spot. I'm going to be drafting out of the eight spot. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm going to take this as seriously as possible. <laughs> um, yeah. To see I mean, how things look. To, yeah. yeah. Um, the time for experimenting is coming to an end. Um, so yeah, we'll see. And we'll see how it goes. Are you ready to get started? Is there anything else you want to touch on before we begin? Um, nothing, nothing major here. I know you're uh, pretty busy here this week with some exciting stuff going on. So without further ado, we can get started and I can let you get back to being put to work. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. So yeah, let's go ahead and uh, get this thing started here. Uh, of course, McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook go off the board first and uh, you are up. Yeah, so um, as we've kind of talked about all year, I don't think the top like four have really changed for us. There's a top two, and then there's an X two, so it's pretty easy. It's either Derrick Henry or Alvin Kamara for me. Two guys that I don't think I've really had much in the last few years. I think we were talking about at least with Kamara uh, recently that I think either of us have had them in really any leagues. Um, so kind of be intrigued to have this, you know, three or four pick here to be able to get one of these guys. Um, but for me, I, I have a slight edge here to Kamara, given that it's half PPR or even full PPR standard, you know, probably lean Derrick Henry a little bit, but both of them are going to get a lot of work. I think Kamara just is a little more game script proof, especially with the, you know, quarterback situation that he has. Uh, Whereas Henry, it's, you know, all or nothing for them, but both of them are good, you know, great, great players to have. So can't go wrong either way here. Um, Lean here with Alvin Kamara for the upside. So, Kamara, after him goes Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, and Nick Chubb. Nice. I think you got someone to fall to you there. I did, yeah. And it, I appreciate it. Um, and, and it's a shame because I, before you know, we started, I said I wanted to draft out of here because sometimes I'm, uh, I'm not very comfortable in the 7, 8, 9 spot. And the reason yeah. being is I'm... <sighs> 
I, I really just don't want Barkley. I, I don't want to deal yep. with, the, you know, missing a couple weeks in the beginning. I don't think the pass catching is going to be there like it was before. And same with Jonathan Taylor. I like Jonathan Taylor this year. I just don't see him as like a first round. Like I'd rather get him in the second. Um, so if you swap those two picks with Zeke and Aaron Jones, I start having a problem as far as what I am going to do. Um, with that in mind, you know, realistically, I think they're going to fall. Um, I was actually going to jump in when you were talking about Camara and saying that, you know, Zeke recently has gotten into my contention for that one Oh three spot. Um, and mm. it was really between the two and Camara has still held on, but you know, now with the news of Dak, you know, maybe, you know, being okay, but maybe this injury lingering all, all year, Zeke is, he hasn't fallen, but he's no longer in that one Oh three consideration for me. Um, but I do think, yeah, I like him in that one five area though. I mean, Taylor probably is getting a little bit of a boost with the positive news on Carson Wentz. Uh, but yeah, I think kind of that five, six area is, is usually where I'd be looking for him. So seven and eight, I think it'd be thrilled. Yeah. I, so between, for me, it's between Zeke and Aaron Jones and Zeke wins out. Um, I think they're similar. I just think Zeke has the higher upside. Like if one of them is going to break into the top three this year, I think it's Zeke. Um, mm. if he wasn't there, you know, I have no problem smashing Aaron Jones. You know, that's an easy pick for me here too. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in Zeke. I'm happy with that first pick here. Tyreek Hill goes off the board right after me, Aaron Jones, Travis Kelsey, Deandre Hopkins. That rounds out the first round. Um, to start the second, we have Eckler, Adams, Diggs, and Joe Mixon, um, which is also great for me. Um, not high on Mixon this year. I mean, I'm high on him. I'm just cautious. You know, we're high on him every year and you get burned mm-hmm. every year. So, um, yeah. yeah, I guess I'm not high on him. I'm just not interested in playing the game. Um so for me, it's between Najee and Antonio Gibson because I do want to add another running back here. I feel like that's the the safer start for me, especially you know being on the the back half of of the uh, the draft here. And you know Najee's flying up a lot of draft boards, uh, and he's he's flying yeah, up mine. Looks good. He has looked really good. Um, and our dynasty team shares are looking good. There. Yes, quite happy. And more importantly, I mean maybe more importantly, but you know. Yeah. Whatever. Importantly, to some degree, Big Ben's looked really good. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Scram- I don't know if you saw. I think it was in or it was a drop by Ebron with uh, Big Ben scrambling all around. Um, you know, reversing course in the backfield. Like he looks pretty good. So yeah. that's big news for Najee um, to take some pressure off. Uh, big news, obviously, for all the pass catches as well. But uh, I. At this point, I, I can't pass up Najee. You know, we have seen nothing to make you believe that Gibson's going to get the bulk of that third down work. I would love to have Gibson and, you know, he's got that top three upside if he gets that work, but we've seen nothing to indicate that he's going to get it where Najee's going to get it for sure. So I'm going to go ahead and lock him in there. Happy with that start with uh, two running backs. Metcalf goes off the board. There goes another tight end, George Kittle, and then Gibson and Clyde Edwards Alaire. You're on the clock. Mm, makes it hard. I didn't think that Calvin Redley was going to be here. So he's definitely in consideration. I was also hoping that both tight ends would be there, so I might be able to wait around. So for me, Ridley would be the receiver pick here. You're looking at like Jakey Dobbins, Sandra Swift at running back, but should probably be able to get one of them on the next uh, the next turn as well. Possibly um, Darren Waller. So if Ridley wasn't there, it would probably be pretty tough. Probably Waller, one of the running backs. With Ridley there, I just think the volume is going to be way too high. I know some people 
a little worried about him stepping into the number one role, but you know, without Julio there, is that going to have you know more of the the coverage rolled to his side? He's the primary focus now, but I, I mean, the upside's there. I, I just think a lot of big playability. Not a great defense, so it's going to have to pass the ball a lot. Game script should be working in their favor. Um, so at this point, you know, getting a guy that I think has top five receiver upside, but you know, at the very least should have the volume to be a wide receiver one. Pairing him with Kamara, and then give me some flexibility to, you know, go running back, receiver, or tight end really with the next pick. So locking in Calvin Ridley here. Next, Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown. Keenan, or Keenan Allen and J.K. Dobbins all off the board. Um, so this one gets a little tougher because I've been rising on Swift. I, I mean, obviously the injury is a little concerning, but he just, you know, everything out of camp is that he's, you know, looking good. Uh, and just a lot of the metrics that I've seen, you know, from what he put up last year, guys that take that second step forward, it seems like he could be one of the guys. But as we've been saying all offseason, there's really only three big tight ends. Um, and to be able to get one of them here, my third pick, already having locked up the top running back and top receiver on the team here, I think it would be just a gift to get him here and not have to worry about that anymore. So going to lock in Darren Waller, just kind of third of that group. And um, anybody you're hoping gets to you there before I pick him here? What do you think of Steve? Uh... Not really. I am. I'm kind of where a I call out Patrick Mahomes is still on the board, which is I know that was something I was looking. That's at pretty too. amazing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm worried I'm going to get stuck with this Terry McLaurin, David Montgomery decision, and I I really want to go three running backs, but I haven't loved a lot of my teams when I have. Um, mm-hmm. So I might do it to see what it looks like and see if I can pull it off. But I don't know. I mean. You know, we'll see how the board falls and see if I have to make the decision or not. Yeah. But uh, I'm kind of dreading that. I know that's not what you asked. It's kind of the opposite of what you asked. But <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I'm looking what at. What you don't want. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I feel like I do end up like my team when I keep, you know, keep it balanced more often than not. Um, three running backs always looks good at first, but then kind of the rest of your team, the depth isn't great. And then I feel like you're kind of locked into drafting a bunch of other receivers. So you don't get your fourth running back till much later, which you know, maybe good or bad, but be interesting. So we're going to keep some, uh, keep some flexibility here. Going Darren Waller after Waller, Pat Mahomes off the board, Mike Evans, Terry McLaurin, and Josh Allen. So two quarterbacks here in the third round. Yeah. Finally to go off the board. Uh, McLaurin did go, um, which is nice. It still does leave me with the issue, you know, cause you still got Allen Robinson there. Who's great. You know, so do I want the upside that a David Montgomery presents with, you know, an additional running back, you know, that's going to make me a pretty elite team having three running backs. Or should I just, like you said, try to like some sort of balance. Um, doesn't mean perfectly balanced, but getting a wide receiver <laughs> would be nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a tough call. I, I think I am going to lean wide receiver. You know, if I'm, if I'm treating this like a realistic draft, I think that's what I would end up doing. Um, at the end of the day. And Alan Robinson's the guy for me. He's going to get, you know, monster targets. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's not really too much to say on that front. So I'm going to just go ahead and lock him in. Um, there's Josh Jacobs at the 309. I think that feels early for him. 
Um, yeah, yeah, ahead of Swift, Montgomery, and Carson. Yeah, maybe rising a little bit. But uh, yeah, Jacobs, Carson, uh, Montgomery, Swift, that rounds out the third round to start the fourth. Yeah, Miles Sanders, Julio, CeeDee Lamb, and Amari Cooper. Miles Sanders also feels like he's up there a little bit. Um, mm. I thought he was typically more in like the mid to late fourth. It's definitely been a lot of running backs taken in this in this uh, draft, though. Yeah, absolutely. It, it definitely seems that way. Um, but I am still happy taking a running back here. Dale Henderson's here, and I think he is a really good third running back. So I think you know, looking at my team, this is an ideal start for me. Um, we'll see if I'm saying the same thing when the next round comes around <laughs> and, you know, the, the wide receivers are starting to go, uh, you know, the, the sad part about being in the spot that I'm in is that someone like Tyler Lockett's not going to fall to me. I highly doubt it. Um, and he would be a great fifth round ad, especially for this team, but you know, I can't see him getting to me. So we'll see what wide receivers are there, but I, I'm not going to pass up Daryl Henderson. He's got really high upside. If he stays healthy, you know, it seems like he is the, the one guy there that offense should be good. So we'll go ahead and uh, lock in Mr. Henderson there. There goes Kyle Pitts, um, two quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray and DJ Moore. All right. So I've got quite a few receivers. I didn't really think would be here with Godwin woods. Uh, Cooper cup was, I think the one I was imagining was going to be an option for me here. So given that all three of them are there, as well as Tyler Lockett, I wouldn't mind any of the four. So I think I'm going to look to the running back position here, get that on the early side of this turn, and then be able to get one of those receivers on the back side. Um, we're looking at running backs, Travis Etienne, Miles Gaskin, Cream Hunt, Mike Davis, Chase Edmonds, Javonta Williams. Um, you know, it's kind of in that next tier of running back, but I think the one guy that I feel the best about here is cream hunt uh, it's probably around where he goes i guess he's maybe a little bit more of the fifth but just kind of given that i want to make sure i get him here and then you know Noah will still likely be able to get one of those four receivers in the next round uh just gives me some flexibility here so i'm gonna lock in cream hunt to get my second running back position locked up after him goes mark andrews adam Thielen, cooper cup and chris godwin so Pretty interesting, uh, and, and the you know roster construction here is going to help with this pick. Um, given that I've got Calvin Ridley already, gives me some flexibility to go with a little more of an upside play, like Tyler Lockett. Uh, Woods probably ranked ahead of him, but I want to get a little bit more of that boost here, so I feel like I can pair him up with Ridley and, and already have some kind of stability and volume with Kamara, with Waller. Um, Hunt, I think, is probably going to be a little more efficiency than volume, but he'll get a good amount as well. So, wanting a little more upside shot, so we're going to go with Tyler Lockett here in the fifth round. Kind of keep that balance strike. And after him, Miles Gaskin, Robert Woods, Jamar Chase, Travis Etienne. Oh, boy, yeah. So, this um, this is an interesting spot to be in. It is somewhat a shame that I have three running backs already because you know we still got Mostert here um it's a little early in his adp um but they you know another fantastic third running back uh but i'd hate to add a bench running back before i add my second wide receiver let alone you know any of the other positions that's mm-hmm. that's a tougher sell uh so i think you know looking at the wide receiver position Deontay johnson's interesting um, I, I've really come off Kenny G, Michael Thomas. I'm not drafting. Um, Brandon Ayuk, very interesting. 
Um, but there's one tight end left that I really like, and that's TJ Hawkinson. So I could draft Hawkinson here, uh, take care of the tight end position, hope Ayuk gets to me. Um, and I could also go with that late round strategy that, that I tend to do a lot and, and aim for a Higby. Um, so I think what I am going to do is take Hawkinson and just get that position out of the way. You know, me and you both have been focused all year on getting, you know, those early tight ends. Uh, obviously, yeah, I mean, there's the top three I talked about, but there's really, you know, kind of a next three as well. And then there's that drop off. So you'd be kind of getting the end of that second tier. Exactly. Yeah. If you're not getting the, the Kelsey Kittle Waller, you know, you're ideally wanting, you know, the next tier to be Andrews and then, you know, Hawkinson. And then depending on who you talk to, Pitts is in there or you don't like rookie tight ends. Um, and then it just drops off a cliff. So I'm going to lock in Hawkinson here and hope that IU gets back to me. I'd be comfortable having him as my two. Uh, a lot of breakout potential there. So we'll see if that comes around. But Chase Edmonds goes. Mike Davis, Deontay Johnson, Dak Prescott. That rounds out the fifth round. Uh, starting the sixth, we have Kenny Galladay, Russell Wilson, Chase Claypool. Um, another you know year two breakout potential guy. That's, that's a good pick. Michael Thomas. And I get what I want. Ayuk is still on the board yep. here. Uh, it gets me a 49er. I don't draft 49ers too often. Um, yeah. But yeah, it gets me a 49er, a you know, wide receiver too that I trust to a degree, but has a lot of breakout potential. Um, so we will see how things shape up. We've added him there. We got Higgins going off the board right after me. Uh, Odell Beckham, Melvin Gordon, uh, Javante Williams. All right. So it's interesting. There's a couple quarterbacks I like here. I don't know that I can justify taking a quarterback this early, given that I've already got Waller in the sixth round, but Rogers and Herbert both still sitting there. Definitely tempting. Uh, given that I'm at the turn here, even if I did want to go with one of them, I'd probably, you know, risk it and, and get a, a positional player here and possibly think about it if they're still there on the next round. So we're looking at the running back position. Got James Robinson, Bostert, Ronald Jones, Damian Harris, Trey Sermon. Uh, probably be Mostert or, or Harris. Harris with the volume, Mostert more for kind of like the upside if he can stay healthy. At the receiver position, Cortland Sutton, DJ Chark, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jerry Judy, Debo. So still some interesting guys there. I think uh, there's no one there that I, you know, want more than kind of the rest. I'd probably be Sutton or, or Judy, really, possibly Debo or Robbie. So going to look to the running back position, just lock up that third back there with Raheem Mostert. We have, we start what, two receivers? Yeah, so already kind of got everything but my flex positions locked up. So I'm going to get that third running back here, and we'll see what comes back. Um, you know, Possibly risk it for a quarterback or see if you just kind of lock up another receiver or running back position. So I'm going to go behind Mostert. Herbert and Rodgers both go kind of as I anticipated. Uh, and then Ronald Jones and James Robinson. It's interesting. I kind of want to get a third receiver here. But none of those guys went. They're still, you know, Robbie, Devonta Smith, Tyler Boyd, Jarvis Landry, some interesting guys that I could get as a third receiver later. And I just don't think there's a ton of running backs that I would be liking later. The Damon Harris here with a lot of volume. I know the rookie there has looked good so far, but I still think it's going to be Harris's show here to start the year and likely, you know, primarily throughout. So, I'm going to go Harris. You know, I would prefer to have 
you know, more running backs and receivers because receivers are going to be easier to find in free agency and then later here in the draft. So getting a fourth running back here in the seventh round definitely feels good having Darren Waller already and can then kind of look to pound receiver and then grab that quarterback at some point and then maybe take some late shots at running back. So I'm going to go Damian Harris here, first bench spot and fourth running back. After him, DJ Chark, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Juju Smith-Schuster, all three of those receivers we talked about to you. Yeah, it's a shame. I really wanted Judy. Um, another year or two breakout uh, yeah. that I wanted to add, you know, so that's that's a shame. Um, I guess, you know, Damon Harris would have been nice too. So thanks a lot. You're welcome. I was honestly thinking Judy or Harris. Like if I didn't, go Harris it would have been Sutton or Judy and I I just feel like I would have wanted to take that shot with Judy stepping up rather than Sutton bouncing back from the injury yeah and that's fair that, that makes sense I'm, I'm of the same mind um, yeah. so looking to add another wide receiver here and uh, for me it's gonna be Robbie I've been drafting in my mocks Robbie Anderson a lot uh, but you know he's recently had a hamstring injury and I do not like drafting people with hamstring injuries. Uh, you know, a lot of them, you know, not a lot of them, but, you know, they tend to linger. But uh, yeah, the issue is that a lot of players have come out with hamstring injuries <laughs> this week specifically. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, you know, it's a bit of a minefield out there. Um, you know, think of like some of the top players here. I know, you know, not hamstring specifically, but I think uh, Diggs has like a knee injury. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire has the ankle thing. Uh, A.J. Brown, I forget what his report was, but he's got something going on. Um, you know, you just keep going down the list. DeAndre Swift's got the, the, the problem. Um, you know, you're running into a lot of people recently that have come up with some sort of injury. So puts me off a lot of people, unfortunately. But I'm going to draft Rob because I, I do still believe in the talent there. And uh, you know, hopefully the uh, the hamstring isn't something that lingers. So we'll go ahead. We'll lock in Robbie Anderson there. Goddard goes off the board right after me. David Johnson, uh, Debo there, and then Noah Fant. That rounds out the seventh round. Let's start the eighth. We have Fournette, Sermon, Tom Brady, and Stafford. Um, so this puts me in, in kind of an interesting spot. I, I would really like mm-hmm. to add another running back. Um, and I'm looking at probably James Conner here. Um, Michael Carter's not bad, but his usage so far in preseason has been worrisome. Zach Moss, I believe, is one of those guys that have come out with an injury. Um, so Zach Moss would be nice, but I am staring down the quarterback position too because there's. I think it's just you and I left, right? Yes, it's just you and I. Um, you know, unfortunately, Sleeper is going to start drafting too, but you are the problem yeah. because you do like Tannehill. Um, you do, I don't think you've drafted Hertz a lot. I know you like him to some degree, but I don't think you've mocked him a lot. Um, no, I think he's fallen a bit, but I think he was kind of going ahead of the Brady Stafford Tannehill. So I think now he's kind of even down a bit. Yeah. More affordable for us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm seeing two guys. Although, doubtful for Sunday, given that this is primarily a Philadelphia league. Yes. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> that is true. Um, but that just means that a Brady or a Stafford might fall. So you can swap yep. them out with somebody else. But I do think I will roll the dice at quarterback. You know, you're only going to take one. Um, so ideally one will get back to me, you know, you know, thinking as a dress, dress rehearsal, if one of these other teams just drafted a quarterback, I know our league is not going to draft a second quarterback this early. Um, yeah, you'd hope. I mean, I think we had somebody draft Mahomes, and then like 
a quarterback in like the fifth round or sixth round or something. Yeah. So yeah, possible, but maybe one person would go to but doubtful more than. One. Yeah, for sure. So this I'm gonna let it go. I am gonna get James Conner here. Uh, I think as a, a running back four, he's fine. Um, you know, hopefully he can grow into that. Well, not grow into the starting role, but, you know, gets that starting role uh, from Chase. But, you know, I'm not super confident, but I'm not super confident in Chase either. So not a bad situation to be in, I guess. I'll go ahead and grab him up. I don't need him. A good death play. Hopefully he has a little bit of upside if he takes a job. Michael Carter goes off the board. Zach Moss, Logan Thomas, and Tyler Boyd. You're up with the 8-10. All right, so that worked. I was hoping to be able to get um, one of a couple receivers. I was looking at Tamont Smith, Tyler Boyd, volume of Brandon Cooks. I wasn't sure if any of the three would make it back, so the fact that only Boyd went helpful. Boyd's someone I feel like I've been rising on just because of the value. Like, you see him here in the eighth round, and we see what Jamar Chase in the fifth, and when Higgins go to the sixth round. I honestly... I, don't, I mean, I don't know what to make of, of that grouping there, but I do think, like, Chase and Higgins maybe, you know, cannibalize each other, whereas Boyd works a little closer to the line of scrimmage, gets more of the reception. So, he's someone I've been rising on, for sure. But we're looking at receiver, and I'm hard to pass on Devonta Smith here. Uh, Eagles fan feelings aside, I just I think he is going to be one of those receivers that, Shows out here in this uh, in, in this rookie campaign. It's um, it's tough because obviously who knows what the offense is going to look like. They haven't looked great so far. Uh, haven't scored a point in the last six preseason quarters. But it's tough to really say because you don't have your starters playing much. Hurst didn't play at all that second game. But Devonta Smith was able to get out there. Some people were worried about him getting ready for the start of the season. He was at really got there and looked really good on a few routes. Uh, unfortunately, Flacco didn't look very good at all, so didn't really get him the ball when he should have. But I saw some kind of game film of some of the routes that he ran when the ball went the other way and he was open a lot. So it seems like he's getting good separation, and it seems like he's going to be the alpha there, whereas Rager and Cliz Watkins are going to be more of your change of pace guys. So we're going to go Devonta Smith here and then have the flexibility of possibly going quarterback or... Uh, yeah, possibly see if I want to risk it another round here. So, gonna go Devonta Smith for him, Jarvis Landry, Brandon Cooks, Antonio Brown, and Jalen Waddle. So, Landry, Cooks off the board. Antonio Brown was probably the only other one that I was really thinking about taking. So, with Hertz and Tannehill both here, tough to pass on them. I think just the rushing volume of Hertz, as well as kind of having that pairing of Hertz and Donta Smith, you know, having that stack, which is nice, and it's not too expensive of a stack to get here in the eighth and ninth round. So I'm gonna get Hertz. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I imagine he'll be gone given the amount of Eagles fans in this league. But getting, you know, these two late as my last two starters, really, I guess you'd say, on uh, you know, the positional players is a pretty solid pairing with the rest of the group here. So Going Jalen Hurts, and we'll see if Tannehill makes it back to you. Will Fuller goes next. Ooh, Team 5 goes Tannehill here in the ninth round. Devin Singletary, and then Curtis Stupid. Oh, my God. Sleeper. Just There will definitely be one person that goes uh, 
you know, at least two quarterbacks around here. I, I think you probably know who I'm thinking about that has taken them notoriously early before. So. Yeah, that's just just dumb. I don't like it. Yep. Um, but that is fine. We shall pivot. So um, we're going to take a trust look your board. here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, trust your board, and, and we'll figure something out. So at the running back position, we've got A.J. Dillon, uh, Kenyon Drake, Gus Edwards, Tony Pollard, Naeem Hines, Jamal Williams. At the wide receiver position, we've got LaVisca, Mike Williams, Corey Davis, Michael Pittman, Hollywood Brown, Michael Gallup, Darnell Mooney. So a lot of good breakout options here. Um, Chenault year two, you know, Mike Williams, I know I've been really, you know, vocal about him this off season, hurt again. Uh, so not super surprised or high on him as much anymore. Um, Corey Davis getting a ton of targets from Zach Wilson, who looks good. Uh, Michael Pittman, you know, I'm sure going to be rising back up with Wentz, you know, looking pretty good. Darnell Mooney, second year breakout guy, Henry Rugg, same deal. So, uh, a lot of interesting options. I think the guy I'm going to go with, though, is going to be Corey Davis. It feels gross. Uh, I was looking at him with my pick there. If, if like Smith and them didn't get to me, I was thinking about just going quarterback and then in the ninth round going with Davis. I think he's definitely rising for me. He's looked good. Wilson looked pretty good in that first game. So I don't hate that pick. Yeah, and it, I think it complements the team because I've taken a risk with Ayuk breaking out. You know, that might not come to pass. And and like I said, Robbie's hurt. So getting a volume guy like Corey Davis appears to be, um, I, I think does balance this team out a little bit. So we're gonna go ahead and lock him in. We got Kenyon Drake, Robert Tunyon, Mike Williams, Joe Burrow. That rounds out the ninth. The tenth, we got Higby, Gasicki, AJ Dillon, and Chenault finally going off the board. It's a good lesson and kind of partially why we started this podcast, right? It's called Trust Your Board for a reason. A lot of teams, you know, a lot of people will say, okay, everyone's got a quarterback. You know, I got to get one before some of these other teams start taking another one. Like Burrow goes there. Uh, but you don't want to panic. You don't want to, like, draft someone that you don't like or out of position. I mean, you did trust your board. Keep taking those, you know, best available value players, the more than uh, one start positions, and then kind of take that quarterback at the appropriate time. And with that said, I'm going to do something I haven't done all year. <laughs> um, Take that quarterback at the appropriate time. <laughs> I, yeah, for real. Um, I think if I was in... Oh, man. Okay, I like Michael Pittman. I like Darnell Mooney. I like Ruggs. I like Gus Edwards. But I look at my team and I say, okay, Zeke, Najee, Daryl Henderson, Connor. Solid. Got a lot of upside there, you know, got a decent depth guy. Allen Robinson, Ayuk, Anderson, Corey Davis, you know, I just explained that situation. All the good quarterbacks that I like are gone. So what I think I'm going to do now, Will, again, haven't done this all year, at least not in this order, is I'm going to take Trey Lance right now. Get the rookie, yeah. I'm going to get him now because I'm fine drafting Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, you know, Big Ben has looked good. Um, Derek Carr, later. exactly. Yeah. And get my starter to, to to do that. And I just I don't want him to slip through my fingers. Um, would I do this in our real draft? I don't know because I don't think anyone's going to draft Trey Lance right now. I could probably Why wait around, but I don't know if I want to gamble. I mean, we'd have to, you know, trust your board. You got to play the room a little bit. If everyone's just drafting yeah. their quarterbacks two rounds ago, they're not going to draft a second one now. So. 
that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to lock him in there, and we'll see what happens. Um, Trevor Lawrence, Irv Smith, Gronk, and Gus Edwards go off the board right before you. All right. So got the quarterback locked up, got the tight end locked up, so they are not going to be options here. Um, and still too early for defense or kicker for me. I don't even think in this mock draft here we've got them queued up. Yeah, we've got 16 roster spots, but this mock we're only doing 14 picks. Um, so we're not going to be drafting those two positions. So we've got five picks left uh, and probably going to be looking to just obviously load up at running back and receiver. Given that I've already got four running backs and just the receivers, probably going to look to get a couple of receivers here in the next two picks and then just have some flexibility to go best available and look to get at least one more of each of the two on my last few. And, you know, given that Hertz isn't a guarantee either, you know, kind of taking that strategy of going with one of the rookies or one of the younger guys later, uh, just with an upside shot, that if Hertz doesn't pan out, you got someone there as well. So that could be something later on. But we're going to look at receiver here and someone that I think uh, got faded a little too much. Uh, and, and, you know, maybe rightfully so because of the injury with Tyson Wentz. But Michael Pittman's still sitting here. I think he. He was primed to break out. He looked good last year. And without, you know, having Wentz, it would have been tough. But Wentz is looking good in practice right now. I mean, he's, he's out there. He's throwing. You know, people don't think, thought he would have been back this soon. So I'm going to go Michael Pittman here. Still got some, you know, solid options with Mooney and Ruggs, Marquise Brown, some uh, good upside guys. But I want to get, I think, a guy that's really going to break out. And then I can just take a shot on another one of them here with my next pick. So. Pittman will be the one here. After him, Darnell Mooney, Philip Lindsay, Tony Pollard, Jamal Williams. Uh, that takes us here to a pick here in the 11th round. So if we're looking, we've got Hollywood Brown, Michael Gallup, Henry Ruggs. Um, out of those three, probably take the shot on Ruggs, but we'll see what else is down here. Marvin Jones, someone that I, I think is a pretty good shot here, especially with. A little bit of uncertainty in Smith, banking on a breakout in Pittman, and just getting a guy that I think is going to get some volume with Marvin Jones wouldn't be bad either. Uh, and then running backs, you're looking at Naeem Hines, Latavius Murray, Alexander Madison. Some decent options, but nothing that kind of blows me away there. So yeah, I think I'm actually going to go with Marvin Jones, get someone I think a little more stable. He still is a big play receiver, but a guy that's a little more veteran that I'm not banking on a rookie or second-year guy for because I have those here as my third and fourth receiver. So we're going Marvin Jones here. For him, Hollywood Brown, Michael Gallup, Henry Ruggs, Nicole Hardman, receivers that I mentioned to you. Okay, so let's read off some options here. Naeem Hines, Latavius Murray, Alexander Matson, uh, Chuba Hubbard, J.D. McKissick, Kenneth Gainwell, uh, wide receivers, Elijah Moore, or Elijah Moore, sorry, uh, Devontae Parker, Russell Gage, Nelson Aguilar, T.Y. Hilton, Cole Beasley. Uh, it's an interesting spot to be in. Um, not loving the wide receivers here, or the running backs here. Um, I've been taking Gainwell a lot in my mocks in this area. Um, mm. 
which kind of like in a way makes me feel bad. Like my feelings haven't changed. <laughs> like he's still like your only upside option here. But I like despite Mox not becoming leagues, I feel like I'm like overexposed to it. Um, yeah. You know, like I don't know what my team looks like without him, I, I guess you could say. Um, but with that said, you know, I'm not super interested in a lot of these other guys. Latavius Murray does come to mind, and I think he'll end up being the one I draft here um, simply because, you know, the wide receiver room is so depleted. I'd imagine, you know, they split out Kamara a, a fair bit and, and just use Latavius Murray as a running back uh, while mm-hmm. Kamara's out, split out as wide receiver. So he's interesting um, at wide receiver. Uh, you know, Elijah Moore, interesting. Um, but I got Corey Davis and, you know, I don't want to wait on Elijah Moore. He's going to take some time. Um, Devontae Parker, pretty interesting. Another guy that's hurting. Uh, Russell Gage would probably be the pick here. I feel more comfortable with him. And he's still got decent upside. Um, But we're going to go ahead. We're going to lock in Latavius Murray here as my fifth running back. And we'll see what wide receivers get back to me. Um, You know, if none that I like, you know, maybe I'll strike at my quarterback position. Um, and Parker and Gage went, so I'm, I'm thinking we're going into that ones I don't like. T.Y. Hilton, Cole Beasley, uh, Bateman, Rondell Moore. Yeah, I'm not a not the biggest fan there. So we're gonna go ahead, shift over to the quarterback position, and we are just going to grab up. Ah, uh, boy, I guess Matt Ryan. Um, it's really between Ryan and, and Big Ben. Believe it or not, I mean he has looked that good where he's really flying up my board. So, um, that makes me happy because I drafted him in our. Uh, Triple S showdown. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's nice to see. Um, with my luck, Taysom will lose the starting job. But uh, we're going to go lock in Matt Ryan. You know, I'm, I'm comfortable rolling him out there until Trey Lance starts. Um, and, you know, increasingly, you know, I'm leaning and I think a lot of people are, are leaning more and more to he's going to start sometime early. Um, so shouldn't need Matty Ice for long, but we'll go ahead, lock him in there. Fills out my uh, starting positions for me. We had uh, Chubago, uh, Bateman, Alexander, Matson, and T.Y. Hilton finally there. You're on the clock. All right. So looking still at those onesie positions, and, and then, as I mentioned, possibly a quarterback. Um, Fields was still here. He might have been the option at this point. I'm probably going to wait. And if Wilson's there later, great. If not, uh, you know, maybe a shot on a, a Wentz or a Darnold or just kind of loading up with those other positions. So going to be looking at either receiver running back here for the next two picks. And guys that are kind of top of mind here, Amon Ross St. Brown has looked really good in Detroit's camp. Once again, a rookie that I think we haven't been too thrilled about taking rookie receivers, uh, given that I already have one as well, but he's a guy that has been looking good. Terrence Marshall also, I've seen a lot of good things about that. He's like, you know, really possibly even threatening Robbie and uh, DJ Moore when it comes to volume. Uh, but a running back option, so I think I do want to get an upside running back and, and outside of like a Tevin Coleman or a Gio Bernard. Um, running back option that I think is interesting is Xavier Jones. Um, he's you know, very, it's very late here. So this is, you know, kind of just taking a shot on someone. He's a guy that take the lottery ticket on him if a couple weeks go by and he's not being utilized. I'm not too, you know, banged up to, to pass on or to pet cut him for, you know, the top waiver claim. Um, but I think he could be, you know, could even get up to like a 50-50 split with Henderson. We'll see. I mean, Henderson probably is in line to get majority of the carries, but at this stage, there's a lot more 
receivers that I'm okay to take a shot on. Um, two other guys that I think are interesting running back wise, both of the other Kansas City running backs, and Daryl Williams and uh, Jerk McKinnon, given the injury currently here to Clyde Edwards-Alaire. But I think I'd rather kind of go with the guy that, that could get volume regardless of whether the guy ahead of him is hurt or playing. So I'm going to go Xavier Jones here, get my fifth running back, kind of an upside shot guy. After him, Jonu Smith, Evan Ingram, and Cole Beasley off the board. Um, so this is where I'm going to be um, looking to get a receiver here so that I have the flexibility to go with one of those quarterbacks or just kind of one of the best running back receivers available in that round. And the guy that I was thinking about in the last round, still on the board here in Amon Ross St. Brown, he's going to be the pick here. Another guy that I high on, I've got him in a couple of dynasty leagues, but I also think that he could, you know, make a role for himself right away. I mean, he's just got what Tyrell Williams and, um, and Rashad Perriman, they're the only like veterans ahead of them. You get your second year guy and, and Cephas, your favorite player in the league. So, there's, yeah, there's, there's not a ton of competition there outside of Hawkinson and Swift. Um, and the game skip should be in the favor of the passing options here. So, if that's the case, uh, it could be in line for some good usage here or here. So, I'm going to go with Amon Ra to him, Adam Troutman, Kenneth Gainwell. Sean Watson, Rondale Moore. I was really hoping Gainwell got back to me. I was going to be very surprised. Um, Almost. Yeah, it would have been nice. Um, you know, looking at the running back position, we got Coleman still here, Penny still here, uh, Devontae Booker, uh, yeah, Booker, Ramonde Stevenson, interesting. Uh, Damian Williams, interesting. So you still got some interesting guys here. Coleman might even be a starter. Um, yeah, I was thinking about him as well. Yeah, he he is uh, he's there. I don't know how for how long, but he is there uh, at the wide receiver position. We do have Traquan, uh, who is uh, returning to practice. Uh, we got Jalen Rieger. We have Terrence Marshall, AJ Green, uh, Marquez Callaway, Randall Cobb, uh, Jacoby Myers, Brian Edwards. There's a lot of guys that we've been drafting late um, mm-hmm. that have fallen here. I'm assuming because. Uh, a lot of running backs away in this draft, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, but I am going to go ahead. Oh, man. I hate drafting Traquan Smith because he's just never going to be anything. <laughs> but somebody's got to catch Until the, the one time. Until the one. Yeah. The one time that you don't take For him. For real. For real. But I, I think I'm going to go ahead and scoop him up. Someone's got to catch the ball in New Orleans. Um, so he's as good as bad as any. You know, at least he knows the offense and has worked mm-hmm. with the quarterbacks before. So uh, we'll go ahead and lock him in there. Kirk Cousins go off the board. Jared Cook, uh, Tevin Coleman, and Marquez Callaway rounds out the 13th round. And then on to our final round here, Terrence Marshall, Rashad Penny, John Rigger, and A.J. Green. So um, I could allow Brian Edwards to get to Will. Um, could. But I think, uh, believe it or not, I, I'm. Mm, it's tough to say this because I, I don't. Do you love, you do love. Trying to piss me off, though. So I do. That's high on the list. And with a, yeah. a pick like this, you know, you can burn it for the satisfaction. Um, of course. I, I feel weird saying this because I don't know if I believe it myself, but I think I'm putting Jacoby Myers above Brian Edwards at this point. I don't know if that's a smart. I think the volume is probably a little more guaranteed. Yeah, I think so as well. I don't know of the quality of that volume. 
you know, if it's Cam throwing the ball for a while, the quality's going to suck. But, you know, kind of like Trey Lance, I think Mac Jones is going to take that job relatively quickly if he doesn't take it right out of the gate. I think Cam's um, is not practicing the next, like, five days for some COVID protocol. I don't think he has it, but there's some issue where he's not allowed to practice for the next five days. So that's some valuable reps for Mac Jones to have here and for, you know, for basically a week of being practicing with the ones. Yeah, I don't. I didn't fully understand the situation, um, but I guess he's unvaccinated, and because of that, he's got to take a COVID test every day. But he was he like, it, I guess. "Yeah, and now he took one, but I, I don't think it was like right. Like you got to take it every day, but you might have to have a, like the team facility take it." And he had someone yeah. outside take it, and he passed. Like he doesn't have COVID, but because the protocol wasn't technically followed properly, yeah, like you said, he's got to take five days away, which is a big deal for somebody who hasn't looked that good. And has a rookie quarterback behind you that has looked pretty good. That's not good mm-hmm. at all for Cam. Uh, so yeah, it's a big risk to take. Say so I'm gonna go ahead and, and lock in Myers there. We'll see if Mr. Edwards gets back to you. Uh, Damian Williams, Booker, Christian Kirk, and Hooper go off the board. So he does get to you if that is uh, where you want to go. Yeah, so that's the decision. It's it's gonna be him or of taking the same route you had and, and taking a shot on Mac Jones or Zach Wilson. Um, given that they're both there, probably I would go with the skill position guy and just bank on, you know, Hertz. I know he doesn't have, uh, I know he's the Niners in the first four weeks. But other than that, you get the Falcons, the Cowboys, and Chiefs. So not particularly scary uh, defenses that he has to go up against outside of the Niners. So I think you know, there there should be some points to be had, fantasy-wise, at least, for him. So I'm not too worried. Given that, I don't have to get some insurance there. I'm going to go with Brian Edwards, the aforementioned guy that I think has a chance to break out. He has all of the grid combine, kind of has all the measurables you're expecting. Just seemed like a guy that maybe just needed a, a year or two to season a little bit. And it seems like he's gotten there so we're going to lock him in with the last pick here mr brian edwards through him and to attack of aloha and manje stevens yeah so that's going to wrap up the draft if you're on youtube you can see our full board there um will drafting out of the 103 you want to run on your team sure sure so quarterback we got jalen hurts running back alvin kamara kareem hunt raheem mostert damian harris xavier jones Receiver, Calvin Ridley, Tyler Lockett, Devonta Smith, Michael Pittman, Marvin Jones, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Brian Edwards, and then Darren Waller at the tight end position. I'm pretty happy overall. I mean, receiver's a little light, uh, but this is what happens when you go four running backs out of your first seven picks with the tight end in there as well. This is a very Will uh, team. I look at this team and it screams Will to me. I don't, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. I think it's like the Kareem Hunt, Lockett, and then multiple running backs there, but this this looks yeah. like your team for sure. Yeah, especially this year. I've been going Kareem Hunt a ton here. Got the, you know, sprinkling the late guys with Sam Brown and Brian Edwards, so definitely has my, my flavor to it, but overall I'd be pretty happy going into it. You know, I think looking at it, maybe going with a Swift or like a Carson or Montgomery instead of Waller would have been better to get just, you know, then don't have to force the hunt pick and maybe go with like a Godwin and a lock up there. Um, so you get a little bit of more flexibility, but uh, overall, 
you know, pretty happy with the way the team turned out. How about yourself? Yes, drafting out of the 108, uh, my quarterbacks, Matt Ryan and Trey Lance. The running back position, we got Zeke, Najee Harris, Daryl Henderson, uh, James Conner, Latavius Murray. At the wide receiver position, Allen Robinson, Brandon Ayuk, Robbie Anderson, Corey Davis, uh, Traquan Smith, and Jacoby Myers. And then at tight end, Hawkinson. Um, a, I think it's the first draft all year that I've grabbed Allen Robinson. Um, just not someone that I ever go with. I, I guess I've been experimenting mm. a lot with three running backs. And, you know, maybe I'd grab a Mike Evans instead or something. But so th- that jumps out as being interesting. Overall, I like it um, from a running back position, you know, very strong. I, I wish I had a, a better backup than James Conner, but you know, everyone in the league is going to say the same thing. You know, that's just the running back position, unless you're going to go like you did and go four in your top, you know, six picks. Um, you know, that's just an issue you're going to run into. Uh, wide receiver position, I think, has a lot of upside, um, but some safety as well. Uh, definitely a lot of boom. It, it kind of worries me a little bit. Uh, I think because I paired Ayuk with Robbie Anderson, and I'm just paranoid about the injury stuff, but. Overall, I like it. That the one question for me, and it's always the question when you draft tight end early, is Hawkinson. Um, mm-hmm. Would I like this team more if I had put, you know, Claypool there, and instead of drafting Corey Davis, drafted Tyler Higby? Uh, you know, and then I have two shots on taking at running back um, or at wide receiver, um, or you know, on the flip side you know, swap out Hawkinson and put in Mike Davis, you know, as my more steady backup running back. And then instead of Connor, go with Tyler Higby, you know, so I like Higby a lot this year. So that's always going to play into my head. I could see Higby outperforming Hawkinson, but he's not, he shouldn't get the same volume that he does. So Mm. I think I like it as is. That's really my only question mark, but overall, uh, overall, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, that's how we do it. That's how you mock, so you can see how you like it and kind of try to sub some guys in and out. Yeah, I, I'm e- eager to see you know how many of our redrafts here we do end up getting one of the top three, top six tight ends. Um, you know, based on how frequently we've been doing them here in the mock drafts. Yeah, it's tough. I I know I've been mocking all year with these tight ends, and I've been picking it up now because our drafts coming, like just privately doing them. And I just I really don't like how my team looks when I draft tight end early. And it's just a matter of drafting tight end early, and you always look weak somewhere. You know, like you said, you felt mm-hmm. like you were weak at the tight wide receiver position. Well, that's because you grabbed Darren Waller, right? Yep. Um, so it's really hard coming out of that late tight end strategy. And I don't, you know, I don't know when push comes to shove if I'm gonna be able to do it because I just I don't like my teams. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Yeah. But uh, that's going to take care of the mock draft for today. Uh, next week, I believe we're doing a 10-team as a dress rehearsal for your uh, league, correct, Will? Yeah, yeah. I'm in the seventh spot as well. So you feel free to decide where you want to take. But I will be drafting out of the seventh spot next week and be able to see where, where we're looking. I believe, if memory serves, last year we put me in your dad's spot. Um, I think he has the three this year. If you want to try that yeah, one, which out. would basically be the inverse of what we did today. So yeah, I think we could do that. <laughs> yeah, <pretty much. laughs> uh, yeah, that works. Cool. Well, until then folks, thanks for tuning in and uh, remember, trust your board. <laughs>